episode. Who knows what a morning we have had already. You didn't do, even do the five second count, did you? I did. I did oh. the five. Okay. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think we, give me your hand. I don't want to give you my hand. Start over. The whole day needs to start Where over. Can we start over? <laughs> dude, everybody's so afraid of Renee. Like, Miss, Miss, everybody, like, we can't do anything in no, this house. Betty just said she's not afraid of me. Well, she, Betty said she tells but me. But you don't read faces. I read faces. She's afraid of you. No, she's not. Nobody does no, anything in this not. house without going, Renee, what do you think? Like, everybody, Renee, what do you think? Renee, uh, what, what should we do, Renee? Um, we had a rough morning. If we're, if, if, Good morning. If we're going to continue to or be Or midnight, honest, right? These come out uh, at midnight. Um, well, no, but we're filming, we're filming this in the morning. Yes. But um, I am having my old salt coffee, which is delicious. Yes. Hopefully it'll help us have a better day. Um, <laughs> it's not a magic potion, oh baby. Dude, like, <laughs> I have another kid, they say. And I should have listened to Matt. Dude, Matt had this look on his face and he's like, why are you guys trying? <laughs> I remember you came home and you were like, oh. Matt's like, dude, don't do it. He's like, it's hard. Yeah. And it has been hard. But then they say, like, after two, they're like, you can just keep having more because then it doesn't matter. After two? (laughs) No, we're done. We're done for sure. We're done. Oh, my God, dude. And and I have not gotten um, my hiss directomy. That's what it should be called because it has hiss in it. His. Um, I have not gotten the vasectomy. (laughs) Whatever. That's the way you pronounce it. Okay, like rappers, right? I'm like a rapper. I make it work. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, oh, I just hit my tooth with my lid. So the other day, Renee and I were having relations, and then, and then all of a sudden, she goes, "Whatever you do, please don't get me pregnant." She's like, "I will cry if I get pregnant. I will cry." It, it, it has not been easier than Renee this morning and last night um, for me. I, I couldn't sleep. I was up till, I don't know, three in the morning. And, and for, I have in, insomnia and I'm, I'm very concerned because sometimes I take um, melatonin. Sometimes mm-hmm. I bite the legs. Sometimes um, if I don't have any bite the legs, which is healthier, uh, but I, I run out, mm-hmm. um, I will use um, like an Advil PM or something. And, yeah. and I also... I'm very aware that I don't want to make it a habit. Right. So last night. Because it throws off your natural sleep rhythm. Right. So last night I was like, I I don't want to take anything to help me sleep. I should just sleep. Yeah. I'm up till three in the morning. I'm like, at one point, like I just walked around the house. Did you really? Yeah. Like I just, and then I, I almost was like, well, maybe I'll go hit the gym. Well, like they say, like when you can't sleep, it's at, at least I've read it's worse just to, not worse, but like if you're just going to lay there and your anxiety level is going to go through the roof because you're frustrated you can't sleep, that you might as well get up and go read a book. Or something. And and all I and then I and then of course, but I also come up with great ideas, and I had this great idea of doing a Captain Evil slot machine, right? <laughs> Nothing would make me happier. Then walk through a casino. Your two favorite things, gambling and Captain Evil? Y- yes. As an, uh, dude, imagine the Captain <laughs> Evil slot machine, right? Where women can win Louis Vuitton purses. Yeah. Instead of winning money, uh-huh. they go to the slot machine and there's a purse in the case that they can win. Oh, right? okay. And then all yeah. of a sudden it's like, it's boom, like, boom, boom, boom. Captain Evil hits. Trrr, 
right? Half arcade game, half slot machine. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Anyway, so I came up with this idea for a. a Can you imagine if there was a claw machine with with designer purses in it? Oh, I'm sure there is somewhere. There's got to be somewhere. That. But forget the claw machine. A slot machine. <laughs> Well, you're winning money, no, and then at like at least a claw machine. I feel like takes some level of skill. But, but then you're to, like, you just won the Captain Evil, the Captain Evil, um, um, uh, what's like the auctioneer, right? And I, and, and then boom, all these numbers go, and then I could do the auctioneer thing, right? Where I'm like, oh my god, you're gonna win twenty percent, thirty percent. I'm about forty percent. Oh my god, I don't know what I'm gonna win. It could be ten percent. It could be thirty percent. I want forty percent. What about fifty percent? Boom, fifty percent, and then you get a discount on your free games. Right, like so. There's all these features uh-huh. that you can do, and then you have me like, you've just made Steve take out the trash, and then you see me like, <laughs> you see me like walking the trash out, right? So I had all these ideas uh, for a slot, but I couldn't sleep. It's because you haven't been to a casino in a while, baby. You're no, like, I went to, I went to, I went to one in Baltimore. They um, have casinos in Baltimore. Yeah, but it, dude, I'll, we'll talk about Baltimore in a minute. I can't believe you went to a casino again. I, I got to tell you about Baltimore. Um, but I couldn't sleep last night, and then Renee. So Renee is is trying to sleep train Delilah up yes. in the up in her uh, crib room. She's she is officially four months old today. Today's yeah. yeah, she's four months old today. So Renee comes downstairs. We always wake up at seven a.m. That's when we wake up, get Garrett going, get the get the house going. Um, yeah. Miss Betty shows up at at seven thirty, right? Um, so Renee comes in the bed and she lays down with Delilah. And then she goes, I'm going to need your help today. <laughs> That's what she said. Say it like that. She says, I'm going to need your help today. And I go, <laughs> I go, um, okay, well, I didn't sleep last night either. And she was like, oh, I come down here to talk to you. And that's what you say to me. And I'm like, dude, I'm, <laughs> all I'm saying is that you're not the only one in this house that exists. Rick, we need like a button for a he said, she said version to like. Call bullshit. There's no bullshit. Is that not what happened? <laughs> Run. My voice did not sound that. like that. I crawled into bed with Delilah, which I never crawl back in bed. We get our day started. And I was like, you know what? Let me be sweet. Let me crawl back in bed with So we'll do sweet. That's sweet. Right now you're being sweet. <laughs> that, that's right what now I you're did. Being I sweet. said, let me. Let me. No, he he says, I in. don't communicate. Let me communicate with face. him. Let him know that this last night was really rough. <laughs> no, but you didn't even say last night was rough. You didn't even come in the bed and go... Go, you know what, babe? I had a really rough night last night with Delilah. And then I would have been able to go, yeah, man, I couldn't sleep either last night. That's how you start your day. You don't start the day. I think you were half asleep and you didn't even hear the conversation. I'm going to need your help today. <laughs> That's what she said. I go, that is not what I where's the buzzer? I need a buzzer. And, and first of all, when do I not help you? I help you every day. And you have Miss Betty here. So I always help. I, how about, hey... I had a rough night. How, how did you do? And then if I had a good night, I would have been like, dude, I'm fine. I'm great. I didn't, you know, I, I got plenty of rest. I'm ready to go. I didn't go to bed till three. I was trying to communicate with you how like last night went. That's not and how I was trying to be, yeah. No, because you didn't even say, you didn't you even say. You completely misinterpreted what happened this morning. No. Oh my God, dude, you, you didn't get in the bed and go, all you had to do is say, oh my gosh, Steve, I had a really rough night with Delilah. And then I would have been sympathetic to that. I would have been like, oh my God, I'm sorry, what happened? And then you would have been like, well, I was up 20 times with her. trying." I to- said, I came in and I said, I did not sleep last night. I'm going to need some help today. That's what I said. And then you were like, and then you're speaking about relations. And then you were like, and by the way, I stayed up late to have sex with you. And I was like, dude, I'm sorry I did that to you. I, 
<laughs> I apologize. Like, man, I'm sorry. I threw it in my face, dude. <laughs> so that was that's how our morning started. And then we we always try to have like um um resets. Yes. We always try to like so then I <laughs> We need one of those buttons too. Yeah. <laughs> So I wake up, Renee's in the restroom, and, and I'm already getting, you know, moving, and, and I go, uh, "Hey, good morning," and she's like, oh, "Good morning, I love you," and then and then I have to have a comment. I still had to have a a snide comment. I'm like, "Oh, you wanted a second child," but it didn't make you laugh. It didn't make you laugh. Yes, but it, it's definitely, um, it's not. It, it, it's very hard. And yeah. it has, it has been, and, and it's not that. It, well, babe, but babies are hard. Like we're not, we're not no, sleeping and no, we're no, working. No, 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 Babies are I, hard. No, they're not. Colicky babies and teething babies are hard. So for the first three months of her life, she's had colic. Yeah. Now she, ha- now she's teething. I can go from the first three months of her not having colic to teething, but it's yeah, the. Teething is a whole other monster. It's the every day. Right, it's the everyday. She's not a happy baby. However, lately, yeah, there's been a lot more happy baby than crying. There has, and this no. I decided to sleep train because she's starting to outgrow her little bassinet basket, and uh, we've decided to go ahead. Let's go ahead and transition her to her crib. So we're doing that as well. So it's like everything at once. We're just kind of in that phase. So, you know, I mean, and then we have to just remind ourselves that, you know what, it's going to get past. Let's enjoy, you know. Oh, and thank you to all the people who send us like really, really sweet messages. Uh, you know, we got a message that's like, oh my God, it's so hard to have a colicky baby and to try and get work done and then teething, not sleeping and, then, and, you know, touring and, you know, yeah. so, you know, we just have to sometimes take a step back like we did this morning and, and we are good, by the way, we are, we are not as bad as, as it has been in the past for us. Sometimes we get... We hate each other for the day, <laughs> um, but this isn't one of those. Today is not one of those like we're not gonna make it. No, we're gonna make it today. <laughs> There'll be an episode next week too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but but it was you know it's depth. Well, and I also think that that we are wiser. We are um, a little older. We've already been through it with Garrett, and we know we know that that this is going to pass. Every phase is short lived. You know? Yeah. And, and, and that's kind of, you know, the advice that I like, you know, when somebody comes up to me and sometimes people ask me for advice, I don't know why, but they do. <laughs> um, and they go, you know, we're having our first baby. What is your advice to us? And, and exactly what I'm saying right now is remember to take a step back Yeah. and don't be angry and grumpy through it because it's going to be over. Right. And it's going to move on. And, and, and Delilah's growing so fast already. Yeah. Like it's a trip, man. She's already like a little person, you know? Yeah. We're officially out of the newborn phase at four months. You're officially out of the newborn phase. They call it the fourth trimester. We're done with the fourth trimester. So, you know, we're, we, we, we are using our own advice today, taking a step back (laughs) or my own advice and taking a step back and and making sure that we have a good day and taking a nap. (laughs) Well, yeah. Well, but that's why I get so mad at, at, at you. Like, you know, Renee will complain to me about being tired when I'm like, take a nap. And then she goes, well, I can't. Okay, well, then well, well I can't then, today because we have a doctor's appointment. Then don't be mad at me. Yeah. What do you mean you can't today? The doctor's appointment's not till 2.30. We're done with this podcast at 9.30. I'll try and squeeze one in. Okay, sleep when the baby sleeps. Yeah, I have to figure out if that matches up. Okay. Yeah. So, but then you're mad at me. I, I'm tired. I'm like, um, sleep. 
Yes, I will take it. A nap is on the agenda somewhere today. Take yes. a nap. Um, and, and we are changing pediatricians. I think so. I think we just need a little more guidance with Delilah than we did with Garrett. I, I, you know, and our, our current pediatrician, it, it, it's one of those situations where I don't think she's a bad pediatrician. We're just not happy with her. No, she's, right? she's just, she's great with Garrett, but I think there are certain pediatricians, like the pediatrician we had in California when Garrett was a baby was fabulous. She was like this older woman and she was just great with babies and she'd seen a lot of babies. And I think we need that with Delilah. Um, yes. We, oh, did, and we then, didn't with Garrett. Oh my God. And then yesterday my face was swollen. <gasps> that was scary. I, for a second, I was like, are you getting, is this like a Bell's palsy thing again? Oh my God. Do the right side. And it, it happens to me used to be more often, but a lot of people go, man, Steve, you have bags under your eyes. You look tired. Yeah. It, it's not that I'm tired. It's that I have, um, um, very, very bad allergies. Mm -hmm. And right now, um, and it doesn't help that you're rubbing your eyes yeah. all the time too. Well, here in central Texas right now, there's a lot of pollen, but I woke up and it literally looked like somebody had punched me in the face, but it was just one side. It was the right side, but it's always the right side. Is it? Is there a reason it's, for that? Is there something know. happening? But I did the, uh -huh. you know what I'm talking about? The up the nose. <laughs> And it helped, but the allergy nasal spray, but dude, I was like, Oh shit. Like I can't go on stage like this. No, it was, I mean, it was bad. You know? So I called my doctor right away and I'm like, Hey dude. And he's like, well, get in here, take him, take a, a, and I take an allergy pill daily, Yeah. but he goes, get in here and I'll, I'll give you a steroid shot. To you didn't take a picture of it. Did you, did you send I doctor? Did. You, yeah. Yeah. It was scary. It was scary. So, um, sorry. I got off track. We tend to get, oh, and then we other, tend to get off track. You yeah. tend to get off track. Don't blame it on me. Well, dude, it, my, my back hurts from carrying you through this podcast <laughs> all the time. Like, <laughs> um, and then the other thing is somebody, somebody speaking of comments, somebody was like, oh, new chairs. Are we going to talk about them? They're not new chairs. Renee has not bought us new chairs. Renee has bought, has not got us the carpets. Renee has I not got it. us the curtains that, that Rick I'm scared asked. to pick out carpets online. I want to see carpets in person. Like at this point. Because the color's on a computer. And then I don't know chairs. If, if you want to open up this Pandora's box, I kind of want to get red chairs. Like see how Captain Evil is red? Like it's so much Steve in here. I feel like, well, maybe we I do don't some red chairs. Okay. what you do. Okay. So those of you that are like, oh, Renee got new chairs. No, she didn't. And how many months These have are we from had our this, dining room table. How many months have we had this studio? How many months have we been here? And there's no new carpet. There's no curtains. Poor Rick. And I know, I know how, how Rick is like you. He's a perfectionist. He uh -huh. wants things to, our producer, he yeah. wants things to sound and look amazing. And he knows he needs those curtains, but he don't tell you anything. <laughs> he doesn't say anything because he's afraid of you too. Well, no, because I'm trying, I'll do the curtains once I know what chairs, what color chairs we're going to end up with and the right, like it all has to come together. But I, I hear you. I'm dragging I, my when? feet about it. You're right. I'll, I'll Next work year? on it. No, now that we got through film, this special filming, I'll, I'll work I, I on just it. love. We got to go back and visit Zach too for the wall. I just love the fact that people are following the podcast and they're seeing <laughs> what I've been talking about. They're seeing, and, and by the way, the only reason this place got punt, uh, painted is okay. because I pushed it. Because yes, I insisted. You did. Because I had true. to be aggressive with you. You were. The only reason we got this piece of furniture <clears throat> is because I pushed it. No, because I, I found be a piece and I knew it was really expensive. And so I pulled the trigger on it. Um, but we got to go get the wall so we can move this stuff around. We got to go visit yeah. Zach. Um, but other than that, we are going to survive today. <laughs> today at least. 
our relationship will survive. Um, and we're very excited because it's Easter weekend. Um, oh, well, let's talk about Baltimore first. Okay. Um, my first time performing in Baltimore, but it wasn't, it wasn't Baltimore. It was like a suburb of Baltimore. And I, and I forget. Is it Timonium? Is that what it is? Yeah. Something like Timonium. Timonium. The, okay. First of all, before I start saying anything, Mm -hmm. comedy club, great staff. Great. I had a great time performing. I had a lot of fun performing because I didn't have to stick to an order. Oh, you time. did. You texted me. No. Was it, what was you had a show on Thursday night? Well, first you barely made your show on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. I ended up having to fly to DC to make my show. And, and by the way, twenty years of doing stand-up comedy, I've never missed a show, not one. Um, That's but true. I had to make it work. Yeah. With the airport because I was about to miss a show because they weren't going to be able to get me into Baltimore till nine o'clock. Yeah. And the right. show started at 8? So the show started at 7.30. So then I had to hustle and be nice and charming with the American Airlines people uh-huh. to get me to go to... Maryland. Um, <clears throat> D.C. <clears throat> so I flew into D.C. Oh, gotcha. And then drove into Baltimore so I wouldn't miss my show because it is so important to me um, to be on time. You know me. On time is late. What did they say at the, at the reservation desk? Well, you know, I told them, I go, look, I really have to work. And it was their fault that we were going to be late. It was uh-huh. a mechanical deal. I go, can you get me to D.C.? Can you get me to Philly? Where can you get me? I got to go to work. And then she was like, oh, well, let me check, you know. Yeah. And, and she was able to, um, which by the way, like I, and, and we've talked about this all the time. I never, I'm never aggressive or loud or angry when I talk to customer service uh-huh. because to me, it, it shuts people down. Yeah. You know, if I go, hey, what the hell? And I'm not going to make my, ju-, you know, you guys did this to me. And if you're yelling at them, they shut down. Right. They don't want to help you. They don't want to help you. You know, and, and I, I, you know, I'm always, I always try to be like, hey, I know that this is an issue. You know, is there any way that you can help me? I always try to be as nice as possible because yeah. then if they, if you're being nice to them, they have more reason to help you. Yes. You know, so. Yeah. Uh, I was very nice to the lady and she was very nice back. She's like, I can get you to DC. She's like, you want to go to DC? I go, yep, right now. She was great. There's a flight boarding right now. Here you go. Ba-ba-boom. And me and Timmy got on it. Yep. Made it to DC. Went straight to the show. Didn't know what to expect. <clears throat> the place is called the Magoobie's Joke House. Uh-huh. That's what Who's Magoobie? I don't know. I should ask that question. Um, but I got there. It was really cool. Um, and we sold out almost every single show. Which was exciting for me because it was because you've never been there. It's a brand new market. You know, we're trying to do more East Coast dates. We're trying to um, find those pockets of of places you've never been. Places I've never been, and and you know, we out to some my surprise. You know, we sold everything out almost. Yeah. Um, And of course, they're at fifty percent capacity. But um, so just to recap, club is great. Management's great. Yeah. Staff is great. My experience at the club was great. Am I going to go back? Yes. I'm going to try to go back. Yeah. Now let's talk about how sad it is there. Why? It, it is such a... Everybody's so sad. Because it's COVID? I don't know, man. Like That's the thing. It's hard to, it's hard to say because you've never been there like pre-COVID. I, you have nothing to compare well, to. Well, they're all... Like several people are wearing double masks. Double. Wow. Right? Yeah. Um, I get to the hotel... And immediately the girl at the hotel was like, oh, no, no, six feet away. And, you, you, you know, y'all, y'all need to be six feet apart, right? 
So, okay. Right. Right. You know, uh, I complied. She asked, I complied. And then uh, I go, Hey, I go, can I walk to the comedy club from here? She's like, Oh yeah. She's, you can walk there. It's pretty safe. I go, excuse me. Oh, she goes, it's, it's pretty safe. She's what time are you coming back from the comedy club? I go, well, usually late. She goes, Oh, Uber back. And I go, it's like that. And she was like, I would. Wow. She goes, I would not walk anywhere after midnight. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, it's pretty safe. In a suburb? Yeah, we're in the suburb. So then we wake up and Timmy and I are going to, um, there is a Caesars property in downtown Baltimore. (laughs) Funny you failed to mention your casino visit. Uh, Well, that's what I'm about to explain to you. Okay. And then... um, um, we were going to get a, a steak dinner from my host. Though. So you go to a casino and you and Timmy get a steak dinner, but you take me to a casino for Valentine's Day and I get a deli. Yes, you get a deli. <laughs> but I was taking you to the crab. But Timmy's a lot nicer than me. Timmy's a lot okay. nicer than me. Fair enough. So we're, I, I told Timmy, I go, you know what? Why don't we go eat lunch? You know, I got this hookup with Caesars. I looked on my app uh-huh. for steak dinner. I'm like, let's yeah. go, right? Oh, you said dinner earlier. So now well, you and Timmy are having lunch and dinner? You went to the casino lunch. twice? No. <laughs> so, oh my God, dude, you're such a wife. Get your story so straight, Trevino. So what happened? <laughs> so what was it? Um, it was so sad. Downtown Baltimore, like homeless people everywhere. Well, baby, I feel like a lot of people, it's COVID, a lot of people are avoiding casinos. They except were... for people with diehard habits. Yeah, but... These homeless people were the most aggressive homeless people I've ever dealt with. Oh. Like, we got dropped off on accident at a door at the casino that we couldn't get into. So we had to walk around, right, the building. Right. I mean, aggressive. Like, yelling at us and screaming at us and give us money and in our faces, right? Like, I know you have money. I know you. Give me some money. White boy. I got called white boy several times, right? And I mean, just aggressive. And we went into the casino and it, I just didn't feel right. And I, I told Timmy, I go, dude, let's go. I go, call an Uber, let's go. And, and it, it was just sad. And yeah. it made me sad. Yeah. And, and I don't know. Oh, so then, you know, on stage, I get on stage and I made fun of, you know, I, t- I told the story of the aggressive homeless people. And then uh-huh. I told the story, you know, in the beginning of... Yeah, the, the, the hotel person told me, oh, it's pretty safe. Right. Right. And everybody laughed. Right. And then everybody kind of had this attitude in the crowd like, yeah, welcome to Baltimore. Like it is what it is. Like it is what it is. You know, yeah. and, and it was weird because because other places, if I'm if I and I never make fun of people in a in a aggressive way. Right. Right. I'm always lighthearted about the way I make fun of a town or, you know, right. uh, El Paso, for example. I'm like, you guys know Chico's Tacos is the worst, right? You know what yeah. I mean? And I have fun with them, right? right. But, but okay, so there's a good example. If I go, guys, really? Chico's Tacos, it's the worst. Half the crowd's like, oh, boo, oh man, boo, right? right. Like defending They it. love Chico's Tacos. Right? Yeah. They defend it, yeah. right? Nobody defended their town, right? When I was like, oh, the homeless people are aggressive. It was a lot of like, yeah, you know, yeah, it's our town. Like, and I just felt like, you know, I, I just wish they had more sense of pride in their their city and their town and, and it just it just felt sad. And yeah. and, and at you know, at night 
you know, nothing was open. And we and what where the comedy club is That's got to be a COVID thing. Like was, Well, there's nothing curfew, around. is there a curfew or No, I don't know. Uh, but there was nothing around where we were. So, yeah. um you know, after the which, show, which is different too, because I feel like a lot of comedy clubs you tour, they're in big shopping centers. Lucky for me, they're usually in a mall. Right, right. <laughs> and this was kind of like in this industrial kind of area. But I will say that you know, several times the opening every show, the opening act would say, "How many? How many people? This is your first time to the comedy club," and ninety percent of my audience was their first time. So they, they specifically came to see me. Yeah. Right. And, and a lot of people, which came, is really cool. Yeah. And a lot of people came from the outskirts of Baltimore. Cause you don't play that area. You right. haven't been to the East coast. So, yeah. you know, did I love the staff? Did I love the club? Was well, it, you text me on Thursday night. I, had a great time. I was asleep and you were like, I just had a lot of fun on stage. Yeah, I had a great time. And, and I needed that. I was gonna say, cause you it know, was your first week after like having prepped for the special for so long to just, be able to go up there and be free. Well, and, and you know, comedians, you know, the, what, what, and I didn't come up with this, uh, you know, somebody a long time ago said, they don't pay me to do stand up. They pay me to travel and be away from my family. Yeah. That's what they pay me for. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll stand up. I love stand up. I do for free. Stand up is, is my heart. I, I'll always do stand up. They pay me to travel and yeah. they pay me to sit in a hotel by myself with nothing to do away from my family. That, that's yeah. what they pay me for. But, you know, all in all, I had a great time on stage. I was so happy to see um, the, the family come out, right, and, and support. And it was just, it was a great weekend stand-up-wise, comedy club-wise. But there was just something sad. I think it's you know? got to be COVID, though. You know, this morning, a picture, we have a Google Home, and it, like, flashes through all my photos. And uh, there was a picture of Garrett in New York City with our friends. And he goes, Mom, is that actually New York City? You know, because he loves Home Alone. He's been watching. Right. He still watches Home Alone. And um, and I said, yeah, Garrett, that's actually New York City. And he goes, Mom, when can we go back? And I said, oh, but New York City is like one of those cities where it's like, well, we'll probably wait, buddy, because I'm sure it feels very different. I, I prefer. Through, all, through COVID. I prefer the, like, you know, my you know, Chicago and um, Boston and New York City and, and that that they're 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 working men and women, but they're city people and they have a very F U attitude. And I love that. And, yeah. and to me I haven't been back to the city. We haven't been I was back gonna to say that's city. what I'm saying. We don't know what uh, like New York is like. I, I just I want that F U attitude back from them. You know, I want that we're New Yorkers this is what we do. Chicago's the same way. Yeah. Chicago is a city. However, it's a bunch of hardworking, beer drinking, gluttonous people, right? They have yeah. a, they, and when I say gluttonous, they, they party hard. They work hard. They're, they're a lot like me, right? They do everything hard, you know? And, yeah. and I, I just miss that, right? I miss, I miss going to New York City and me and you and stomping through the city and and, you know, trying to catch a Broadway show or yeah. having amazing breakfast, lunch and dinners. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, grabbing a four dollar hot dog. Yeah. Right. Grabbing a, a dog from the cart or running in and getting a six dollar pizza combo. Right. So, so that's all I'm saying is that, like, in all fairness to to Baltimore, Timonium, like you, you'd never seen it pre-COVID. So who knows what it was like a year and a half ago? Yeah, no, no I don't. I don't. I'm I don't, sure, and we haven't been back to Manhattan. I'm sure Manhattan feels very different than I mean, Manhattan I had, you're describing. I had, I had several people come up to me and go, 
this is literally the first date we've been on in a year. Like we have not left the house in a year. Yeah. So to go from that yeah. to then talking to people that are like, I have not left the house in a year. Yeah. I don't think I can do it. Yeah. I don't think I would have been able to do it. I think, I think that's what I'm saying is you have you know, to understand too, like the state of mind. So when you're like, people didn't defend their city and I'm like, well, you're talking to people. One, you just said a lot of them came in from out, out of town, but two, you're also talking to people who haven't left their home in a year to even see what their town looks like. And, like, and, and I'm glad you're defending the town and giving the town the benefit of the doubt. And I'm happy to give it the benefit of the doubt. <clears throat> I'm just saying for my first time there, you know, and, and look, you know, I lived in LA, right? right. I lived in Dallas, Texas. I, I've been around homeless people. Yeah. It's not like I haven't been around homeless people, especially LA It's littered. Right. But the aggression, like, yeah. I mean, I guess I wasn't there. I didn't experience I'm, I'm, that. I'm a pretty tough dude. Yeah, for sure. Right? And I was on high alert. I was on like, shit might go down, you know? And, and I'm, yeah. I'm, and I'm also with, Maybe one of the toughest dudes I know, Timmy. Yeah. So now I know that I have Timmy. Timmy ain't no bitch, dude. Timmy's a maniac, right? Yeah. Played rugby, you know? So I, it's me and Timmy, and both of us had the feeling of like, this is not good, and this is not safe. So I, I, I couldn't imagine you finding yourself either alone. We would not have been walking home from the comedy club, Garrett and I. There's no yeah. way. Well, the comedy club was quiet. You know, when I would walk back and forth from the comedy club, because I would, yeah. it was quiet out there. But but downtown, yeah. like if you needed to go down to get something for what... And by the way, it's Friday and it's noon. And it's like the homeless people have taken over and they were aggressive. Yeah. And a lot of them. And they're F-bombs at me and white boy and like... Yeah. And I'm like, hey man, like, you know, then I, we went in for... 20 minutes, I'm like, all right, let's get, let's just go. I don't feel right. I don't, you know, this isn't comfortable. Yeah. You know, because even the casino was sad. You know, even the casino was just nobody in there. It just, you know, and you know me, I like fun. I don't, I, I like excitement. Yeah. I like to be in there and let's go. And I, I'm, I'm, the sad part is though, even though I've gone to casinos since, I, I just miss that excitement that Vegas has. Yeah. The fun that Vegas has, right? Yeah. The we're out, we're having a good time, we're gambling. The people that are gambling at the casino in Vegas, they're not trying to pay their rent. They're trying to have a good time. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I, I don't go to the casino to pay my rent. Yeah. I go to the casino to kill time and have a good time, right? Which by the way, you know, that's how I look at gambling, right? Right. You know, do I want to spend my money on a movie to entertain it's myself? Your, it's your form of entertainment. Well, entertain yeah, myself. it's your form of entertainment. You know, and, and it, it, I, I, I would just rather be shopping. Right. But that's your form of entertainment. <laughs> form of you, entertainment. You, you enjoy it. Yes. Right? You enjoy yeah. spending several hours zoning out and browsing the clearance racks. Right. Finding and, and, a score. And, and I think that you haven't even had that lately. I haven't. No. When was the last? Yeah. I don't remember the last time I browsed a clearance rack. Right. You know, so it, it is one of those deals where. You know, I keep going to these casinos because they're in town and I keep, I keep wanting so badly to have fun, to have fun and, and, you know, and, and high five and yeah. good energy. And the only time that we've been able to find that was when I went with, um, eight ball corner pocket. Remember? 
and 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 the dude told his family, "Y'all need to go and get." Yeah, right. Yeah, that, yeah. We had a blast, yeah. and that felt like. We're having a great time. Right. I'm having a little drink of Crown. I'm gambling. I'm high five. Where was that? Guy. Was that in Oklahoma? That was in Windstar. Yeah. Yeah, that was at, at, at Windstar. But, you know, it was just kind of sad and, and, and it really bummed me out. Yeah. You know, the, the whole uh, feeling that I was getting there. And, and I think we're beating a dead horse. And <laughs> But I want the people uh, uh, that came to the show to know that I will come back. Yeah. And that I love being on stage for them. Yeah. And I had a wonderful time being on stage for them. And I, I love the comedy club and I really recommend it to people that live out there. Go to the comedy club. It's a fantastic experience. Um, yeah. But this weekend. It's Easter. Easter Sunday. and You I, have off. We both love, love Easter. It's a big deal for, for me. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that you're on board with that. I love Easter. Easter Sunday has just, well, Easter weekend. And I, and I tell you why, because my mom's side of the family, remember, nine brothers and sisters. Yeah. There's probably, and I'm estimating, and I, I think it's a fair estimate, there's 30 first cousins at least. You know, Teolalo has two, uh, Ricardo has six, um, oh. Ma Mema has two. No, um, Mema has three. Mema has three. Um, <laughs> you can't even keep track nice. of all your cousins. Are you okay? Oh, it's me. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, I was like, I'm afraid an eye's going to explode. Uh, you know, and then you have to remember, they have spouses. Uh-huh. And we would all go to Theolalo's ranch for the whole weekend in Goliad, Texas. Yeah. And I love Goliad, Texas. History. If you're a Texan and you have not gone to Goliad, Texas, you are missing out. Yeah. There's two missions there. The San Antonio River's there. It was a huge part of the Texas Revolution. Yeah. You know, I, I just love, 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 love Goliad. They have uh, a really cool little old town square. Old town square. There's an old hanging tree where they actually would, they would hold court, decide your fate, and then walk you outside to hang you in the tree That's out crazy. there. The tree's still there. With the like, plaque in front of it. Yeah, with the plaque in front of it. Well, it's funny because, you know, I had gone out there to hunt and, and I forget who I was with from California, Kyle Ray or somebody. And, and yeah. I go, hey, we're going to go, um, we're going to go eat at the Hanging Tree Cafe. And they were like, you're kidding, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because when you say it, that's the first thing. And I'm thing like, you're... no, there's actually where people were executed. Yeah. Back in the 1800s, right? At this tree. And they named it. It's right across the street. So love, love, love Goliad. And it would be a whole weekend for us. Easter. And everybody would go stay at the Olalo's house. And everybody would either rent a hotel, bring their RV out, or stay on the ranch. Uh -huh. And it was just, I mean, all of us together. And there'd be a softball game. And then we'd have a talent show. And then there would be egg toss. And, you know, and it was just, it was almost like a family reunion yeah. every Easter. And it was so much fun to get everybody together. And then we do confetti eggs. Cascarones. Cascarones, right? And everybody's cracking, you know. Uh, confetti eggs uh -huh. on grandma, hey grandma, you know, and it was just, you know, I love, love, love Easter because yeah. it's, it's for me growing up, family time. Yes. And barbecue time and hangout time and, and play silly games with your family, you know. Right. And it, we just, it, for me, I loved it growing up. And, and it was the same thing on my dad's side. My dad's side was the same thing, just smaller. Yeah. Right. We didn't have as many 
people, but there were still a lot of us. Yeah. You know, and, and it was always a party and it was always um, so That's what I love about it. Cause it's like, um, it's like a birthday party. It is a party, right? But it's not, but it's not about the presents like birthdays or Christmas are like Christmas. I feel like is so much work as a mom. It's like, you got to make sure everyone has a present and like Easter, it's really just about the party and the food and have fun. And well, and, and we do the adult Easter egg hunt where everybody brings lottery tickets, scratch offs. Uh-huh. And we, <laughs> and then we have to let uh, Madrina Angie go first because she's old and she loves it. So we're like, okay, everybody give Madrina, uh, she gets 90 seconds before we go. And, yeah. then she, and then she goes out and picks up eggs. But, but it's also really sweet to, you know, get dressed up because we get a little dressed up. Yes. Right. Garrett one year had his little, Suspenders. Oh, when he was tiny, his little hat and his, he wanted a tie. He's one year he told me no more bow ties, mom. I want a tie. So his tie and his suspenders. And, and just watching your kids go out there and, and hunt for Easter eggs. And we're doing a pinata. And, yeah. And so I'm super, super um, excited about this weekend. I'm still trying to find a rabbit suit. I know we need one. Did you call mother Nan? She has one. I, how did I not know this? She, she, ha- she has a full on like head to oh, toe yeah. bunny suit. Yeah. I didn't know. And she would wear it every single year, Sunday, to take pictures. And we'd pull out this big wicker chair Uh for her to sit on, you know, and and and, and everybody would put their kids on her. You think she still has it? I was trying to think, like, where can I rent a bunny suit? I know. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Um, But you should call her. Okay, I'll find out. You should call her because, I mean, you know, she she would do it every single year. Yeah. Every single year she would, she would do it. And I mean, there's gotta be one on Amazon somewhere. Yeah. You know, but it's definitely one of my favorites. It's like 4th of July. And yeah. I, you know me, I like the hot weather. Yeah. I, I like, I like being outside. I like, oh, and then the patio's all ready to go. So I have been busting my butt to get our yard in order to get the, the, uh, and we talked about that last week where, you know, and I got several messages where people, you know, said, Hey, Steve, take a second, slow down. Yeah. Stop. You know, and, and, and believe me, uh, I'm, I'm really trying to make that effort to, we talked about that. I asked you yesterday and you were really sweet. You were like, yes, we'll carve out some time. I just pointed out that like, I feel like I'm the one making sure that Garrett and Delilah, that, that we find ways, even though there's such an age gap between them for us, for them to do things together. So I, I've been making an effort to do that, but it's been me and them. And I feel like there hasn't been anything where we've done all four of us. It's usually like, let me take Garrett and keep well, him busy re- so you can be with the baby. Remember, Garrett really wanted a box garden. Yeah. And so we went out yesterday and, and we're going to build him a box garden. Yeah. So that's something that I think we could do together. When I was buying all the seeds yesterday, the guy at the register was like, oh, you're planting a lot of stuff. And I was like, yeah, we're just going to kind of see what actually grows. Well, no, we're, we're I'm going to be at the grocery store buying cucumbers yeah. and shoving them in the dirt. We're playing the odds because one year we tried for Garrett to, to, to plant uh, blue bonnets. And it sucks because you have to plant them in October uh-huh. and then hope they come up in spring. Dude, this kid did not fucking forget, dude. Uh, every month. Hey, so... Uh, What's up with those blue bonnets, man? Yeah. And it was so sad when it, it was blue bonnet time. And no blue bonnets. And, <laughs> and no blue bonnets. And I, I, I think we bought a lot of stuff yesterday, vegetable-wise, to, God, just one of them more. Stack our odds, just yeah. Please, yes. please. It's like back in the day why my grandparents had nine kids, because they were like, one of them's going to make it. <laughs> it's like the lottery. One of them will take care of us. Yeah, one of, them, one of them will, will uh, take care of us. So, um we could do that as a family, but it, but it's also hard because, you know, because I'm on the road, 
you are the leader of Delilah's schedule, you know, and it's like one of those things where you're also very rigid in the fact that I don't want to break the schedule. No, I'm not. I'm not rigid. It's that we are transitioning her and she's little. And so I, we have to establish some sort of baseline where you're like, you're the opposite end of the spectrum. You're like, let's just go. Whatever happens, happens. And all I'm well, saying can I say, is... Can I say something? Can I interject? Yes. What, what I am saying is that... As I hear her crying yeah, she starts to cry. What I am saying so is that... So that didn't go like we hoped. <laughs> because our lifestyle, to me, yes, there's a schedule to be had. But at the same time, we have to make sure that she She's gets used to, used to being on yeah, the go. Yeah, for sure. You know, yesterday me and you ran errands together. Yeah. And, it, you know, I could tell that you were flustered. Like, and then this morning, of course, that was one of the things you brought up. And then yesterday, for you... <laughs> I ran errands for you with you because I know you enjoy being with me. <laughs> I don't enjoy being with you, but you I know you enjoy being with me. <clears throat> Which by the way, several times I said, Hey, I don't need you don't need to go. I can go by myself. But I think it's important that we go out, me, you and Delilah. Sure. And, but I, and, but and I take think, her to I think go we eat gotta give the, her at least a few days of like adjusting we have been. to the schedule. I, I, I feel like we definitely have been, you know. No, we just started this two days ago. We can't even get through two days. We no, we started. <laughs> no, but there's been a progression to get to here. Is what I'm saying, you know. And by the way, you know, big shout out to um, Roger Craiger. If if you're a Roger Craiger fan and you hear this, please let him know. Congratulations to his baby. And Roger, we have a a gift coming your way. And I'm like, yesterday, Roger. Um, and by the way, if those of you guys are wondering uh, who Roger Craiger is, he was on my Relatable special. Um, he's a Texas country musician. Um, we've turned out to be very good friends. But, but Roger and I are very different men. You know, Roger is tall. I'm not tall. Roger is very good looking. I'm not very good looking. Roger is a... Why are you comparing yourself to him right now? No, no, Where I'm are you get going? To that. Uh, Roger is a forever bachelor, uh-huh. a Rolling Stone, uh-huh. if you will. Um, and then he found himself with this beautiful baby girl and I, it, I'm really enjoying through the pictures that he's posting uh-huh. of him becoming this daddy. And uh-huh. it was like, I knew it was going to get him like, you know, cause you fall in love with your kids, man. And it's something that changes you forever. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter how tough you think you are. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and to see him yesterday, he had her on his chest and he was like, uh, my little March madness, uh, TV watching buddy uh-huh. and she was asleep on his chest. Yeah. And it, it was one of those moments for me where I'm like, <laughs> gotcha bitch. Right. <laughs> uh, but we have a gift coming your way, um, Roger, but it was, it, it, it is interesting to me to, from the outside looking in yeah. to Roger and going, this baby is going to change your life. Yeah. You know, and, and as a musician, amazing musician, Roger, I mean, that guy can sing yeah. piano, guitar. I mean, the guy's a, a beautiful voice. Um, I want to see what also it inspires. Yeah. Right? Musically. I want yeah. to see what it inspires in his heart to write. You right. know what I mean? Um, and also, uh, to wrap things up, or do you have anything else? Oh, I, well, no, because that just made me think, Are you have you started writing any Delilah jokes yet? Are there any baby girl jokes? I wrote a song. I call it Hey There, Delilah. <laughs> um, I, think, I, I, I hope it's going to be a hit. Um, not really. There, there's, you know, uh, the, uh, again... I'm, You're I'm, too in the thick of it. I'm in the thick of it. And, and I'm also, 
I'm also in this weird space where I was working so hard to film the special uh-huh. and now we're starting over. So now's the time to start tapping into what are we going to talk are the about? Jokes there? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, somebody sent a comment. They're like, you should call your next special raising Trevino's. And I thought that was a really, <laughs> really good idea. Uh-huh. But, um, do you have anything else? We do have to wrap it up. We're good. We're good. Oh, just thank you to, to the people who ordered cups. Did anybody order those? Yes, ones? they did. They but, ordered. Well, we, and since it's a handmade item, we can only do, we have to do them in like small batches so that she has many, time to like make sold? them. Well, so we just, um, we limited it to 20 so that she has time to like make them. You and sold 20? All these orders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you to the people who ordered the first ones. So she's going to make them and we're going to get them out. And then and they're um, expensive, man. Thank you. We'll get some more. All, they're great cups. They look, I, they look I great. I love my cup. I mean, she made a beautiful cup. And are they going to put the name on them too? Their name? N- no, just, it'll have the Captain Evil logo on it. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. But we, um, we do have to go and, and, and as always, we got to look out for our friends at Aztec Chevrolet. Um, they called me yesterday because we are in the hunt for a, a vehicle uh-huh. and they had one, but we don't know if we're going to get it, but they're, they're always so attentive yeah. and they're always so on it. And I just appreciate the heck out of our friends at, at Aztec Chevrolet. So yes. please, 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 uh, if you're in the South Texas area or hell anywhere, give them a call, see if they can't do it. They can't help you with your Chevrolet needs. Yeah. Um, so hit them up and then. Um, please folks continue to share. Um, we hope that, that you're enjoying these episodes. We, we definitely enjoy this hour together as a couple. Um, like our peace table. This is like, uh, the peace table. Zach, you have created a peace table. Um, and don't forget to order that coffee. That's what I'm drinking, um, this morning. And I do got to say that, that this coffee has a more, um, um, coffee shop coffee taste. Yes. It seems a little more potent. Uh-huh. More coffee. Oh, but I like... You use like the dark roast. They have other ones. They have a medium roast and they've got different ones. Yeah, I like strong coffee. Yeah. I like it to taste like coffee. And this definitely is a strong coffee and it tastes like coffee. Are people supposed to use a code when they buy the coffee? Trevino 10. Trevino 10. Yep. But, you know, we did get several people saying, hey, um... Don't focus on the negative. And, and those of you that, that have grown to know me and my wife, uh, if we focused on the negative, we would not be here today. We definitely focus on the positive. Um, and at the end of the day, if one of you is having a good time watching this, that's why we do it. So I am Steve Trevino. This is my beautiful wife, Captain Evil herself. Thank you. 